0: and welcome to Welfare Daily. I'm your host, Amy Lane, author, runner, health editor, and host of Welfare, the weekly running podcast that's your coach, running buddy, and lifeline to other runners around the world. Welfare Daily is a series of short tips, tricks, and ideas taken from the longer show that you can use to improve your running while going about your day. Remember, you can listen to the full-length episodes of Welfare wherever you listen to podcasts. And my book, I Can Run, is available in audio form and is great company on wet winter slogs. You've said in the past that you made a decision a few years ago
1: to stop exercising for losses. Yes. And start exercising for gains. My, yeah, I think I did in my twenties, I would have crazy days where I'd go to like a spin class. Then I'd go and swim like a mile or whatever. And then in 2016, when I started training for the London marathon, I realized I was doing it for my head. (laughs) I was doing it for the games. And once I saw it that way, I stopped thinking about speed. I stopped thinking about, you know, where I was going to (laughs) come, like who cares? I stopped thinking about, you know, how I might look. I feel amazing. I don't care what anyone thinks of my body. All I think about my body is, wow, I'm fucking cool. So, change things and I think it's probably why I don't care so much about time you know and I really want people to know that if they want to sign up to do the 10k with us it isn't about time you know the point is we're out there and we're reclaiming our bodies instead of hating on them and celebrating our amazing bodies that keep us alive the irony of it all is is the fact that Normally, when
0: people stop training for losses as well, yeah, is they actually start to have the body which they've always chased, yeah, but because I think sometimes you're just
1: caught in a vicious cycle. Well, also, like you know, you're never going to look like anyone other than yourself. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't matter how much weight you lose, or how toned you get, or what percentage body fat you know you have. There's still you in the mirror. Yeah. And do
0: you feel much better out running than, say, in a gym? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, don't you? I've definitely never regretted going for a run. Yeah. And I've definitely yeah. always felt really good coming back off a run. But I think at times when I've been the most stressed in my life, yeah. going and doing a, a weights session has really helped. I've come to realize that... Of what exercise suits me when? So yeah. years and years and years ago, yeah. I used to just do hit training. Yeah. But I was highly stressed, <laughs> not sleeping yeah. properly, and I'm, I was just basically brutally attacking my body with yeah. exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I came out feeling worse, basically, after the endorphins had gone. Because you have to constantly like find that it's a bit like yeah. a drug hit, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd have to come down and. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's better than a drug hit, right? Well, I yeah, I say I mean, as a as a drug addict in recovery. Like, people that go to me, the people go, do you find that you've become addicted to running? And I'm like, sadly, no. <laughs> sadly, no, I can't channel that addictive <laughs> process. I'm like, instead of drinking all the pints (laughs) and taking all the drugs it's gonna run I'm like why doesn't it work like that with things that are good for you (laughs) well I think it does for some people (laughs) but I think it always it doesn't
0: necessarily work out well in the end it clearly does
1: it clearly does because (laughs) I did two marathons in two years yeah came out of rehab did another marathon do you know what I mean like I I got sober because of the marathon oh it taught me that I always thought there were going to be these fixes that were going to make my life better. And that if I ran a marathon, I'd quit drinking and I'd quit all that behavior. And I didn't. I mean, obviously I did for the duration of running the actual marathon, but I'd still find myself going on benders and then going and doing long runs, like really pounding my body. And What I really learned was, I remember I'd go on those benders and then I would go into terrible depression. That was suicidal a lot of the time. And then there was another occasion, for the training for that first marathon, when I'd got into a real funk and I was drinking, trying to drink mm. my way out of it. And then I had to go and run my 15 miler. And at the end of it, I just felt like, I, I didn't feel like a different person, but I couldn't believe how much better I felt. And I realised then that I had kind of, I had, it was very clear to me, I had two choices. Either <laughs> I go the marathon route... Or I go the marathon drinking route (laughs) and I chose the marathon running route actually in the end.
0: I hope you found some of this advice helpful guys. For more running tips you can listen to the episodes in full over on Welfare The Running Podcast and it's right here on Spotify. And if you're after a running buddy during these isolating times then follow, support and chat to other runners on Instagram using the hashtag Welfare. Thanks all, and I'll see you all tomorrow for another Welfare Daily.
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.